The Greg Norman classic. The Greg Norman classic. Yeah. Why was he called the shark? Uh, uh, the great white shark. The great yeah. white shark. Um, I don't know. But I do know his first professional competition that he ever won uh, was um, the Westlake's classic. Oh, really? Yeah. Here in yeah, SA? 1976, I believe. Wow. Did he beat you for the final? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was hotly contested. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, it it went to sudden death playoff. Right. And... Uh, third hole in, uh, it started to rain. Oh, you know, good in the wet. I'll be gone. I'm not a sharp. And <laughs> I, um, you know, I'd normally play an eight iron and I was I was feeling confident, maybe mm. overly confident. I oh. mean, I was holding my own against uh, this young, well, at the time, young, up and coming. Striking young. Very promising. I mean, yeah. he'd done very well in the amateurs. And right. So I thought... You know, I, I knew I knew there was a big future ahead for him, and mm. he had a lot, you know, and you every, everything to win. And uh, having won the West Lakes Classic right. for forty-seven years in a row previously, <laughs> yeah, um, only have well, all but those two years right. we lost out to Vincent Ronaldo, he, he was, Vince yeah. Colosimo, yeah, good golfers, but well. <laughs> Good all rounders, aren't they? Like it good with an eight iron in the wet. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, um, yes, I caught it fat, uh, landed short. Mm. Uh, uh, Still talking about young Greg Norman. Uh, put it next to the pin and put it out, and uh, one in the uh, fateful uh, fourth sudden death. It was. The I mean, it's sudden. Yes, I mean everybody had gone home by that stage. It'd been <laughs> raining for about an hour and a half. Um, Did they assume that you'd won? though? I. I've got friends in the media that might have right. suggested that, uh, <laughs> that well, there was some kind of foul play involved, mm. and uh, there was a lot of chemtrail activity the right. night before. Yeah. It was well known at the time that uh, young Greg played his best golf in the <laughs> in the wet, and um, I don't know, but we do know that he went on to do some some uh, amazing things in the world of golf. And, he did, um, he did, and he now is. and now again doing some great things in the world of golf yeah. by. Destroying the PGA. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah. yeah. He destroyed my career and right. moved on to the, uh, he's yeah, a, the PGA. He's a destroyer of worlds. Uh, well, yes. Yes, he's a conqueror and then destroyer. Mm. So, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the, the only two things I know about him really is that he bought an enormous yacht thing mm-hmm. which required a minimum of five crew to to use at all to go anywhere well <laughs> you needed five people <laughs> just Incredible. to drive the thing i mean this is somebody who can't play golf by himself by right. the way he had a, you know caddy mm. and uh, i mean obviously uh, i i never did play mm. my professional golf with a caddy so we know we know how much assistance greg needs to do that's things. right yeah exactly mm. yeah, and the, those clubs don't you know drag themselves around the course <laughs> uh, no, what, what, is caddy short for something uh, ca- caddy shack <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds it sounds very uh, Scottish, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it does. You know, it's a caddy. Get your caddy. Get your the, caddy to carry them for you. Yeah. Don't you have one? Uh, maybe maybe it's like some kind of like a, it's like carry, but you know yeah. how the Scottish people kind of tap their, their yeah. ass or, you know, it's, yeah. it's a caddy. Come on, you can caddy it. Yeah. What, what, so, excuse me, what did you, what did you say? Is he to caddy it? Mm. Oh, he's the caddy. He caddy, caddy it. Caddy. Yeah. So what do you call that, a caddy? Caddy then, <laughs> hey caddy, the caddy caddy, you know. Uh, it's all right. Uh, it's a caddy though. Uh, caddies, the guys that they're, they're manservants, they call them caddies, but they dress them up the same, uh, and they follow them around. But they're allowed to wear 
you know, the same clothes, which mm. is different because most servants, of course, would dress a little bit downwind of the of the master. Mm. Um, so very, very interesting. Mm. Very if, interesting. if you had a caddy, would you? It's the only ask? sport with a manservant, isn't it? It is. When you think about You've it, you've got a little guy standing there ready to help at the moment. Not even a little guy. It's not even Joffa Midgets. <laughs> I mean, you'd think if there was. You know, there's the opportunity, but no. I think it is a rule that the caddy has to be shorter than you because it yes. seems to always be that way. Yes, <laughs> yeah. If you had a really tall, intimidating caddy, it would be kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. Uh, it's always usually... Like the stare down. The, the, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, as popularised in um, right. uh, Happy Gilmore. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the stare down master, the... yeah. Yeah, make makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a caddy, would you ask the caddy for advice? Um, I think that's the, I, I I don't I don't know how much you should be taking the advice of somebody who's not you know playing them. You should really ask the other guy that you're competing against. He's obviously a bit better. You should, oh look, you know I know we're all going for the same trophy here, but yeah. we're, you know we're playing together today, and yeah. you know what what do you what do you reckon? What if he set you up? Says I should use the. Uh, oh, you got to know who to trust, don't yeah, you? I mean, well. you could easily do the same. You know, if he if he wasn't asking you for advice, mm. I, I think you know, then you'd probably think, well, hang on. Would you yeah. give good advice? I'd do everything I could to help. Really, I'd what if he was kind of going the for the the championship shot yeah, between well, you? It was the West Lakes Open. The West Lakes Lakes. Classic. The trophies on the line. You, you know how in arm wrestling, right. arm wrestling, like somebody will beat you, and then they'll they'll spend the next half hour telling you how they beat you. Yeah, no one's ever beat me ever. <laughs> I mean, when that does eventually happen to you, then I've been beaten uh, you know, you're, nonstop. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then you know, people are keen to kind of show you. Oh, mm. look, I did this, and you know, and you go, oh, if only I posted a little bit more or with more back pressure, or can I try this again? Oh, there, okay, well, maybe not. Next time we'll mm. do this again. You know, maybe golf needs to go a little bit more in that direction. She could. It would yeah. be good. Yeah. You know, you know how you missed the hole? Yeah, you should have hit it in the hole. Yeah. That would have been better. Yeah. Yeah, sage <laughs> advice like that. Just yeah. gentle reminders. Yeah. It's yeah. like you went with the three wood? Yeah, that was a mistake. Mistake. Yeah. yeah but you told me to use the three wood. Oh, yeah, fuck, I did, did I? tell you uh, that. Yeah. But that was also yeah. a mistake. Because <laughs> like, you were going first. <laughs> so I just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> One of one of the guys that comes through the gym uh, used to play golf uh, professionally, and he was right on the sort of the the cut point most of the time. I think yep. I was talking about him before. Um, really nice guy, uh, but he burnt out in that world because mm. when you're not in that top prize money winning group, like that, you know, the top 10, 15, 20 guys, whatever, yeah. that are in, say, Australian golf, and, you know, that's where the money is. And if you're in, say, the top 50, yeah. and you're still invited, you're still legitimately playing in the tournament, you're yeah. still getting money. You're still get a man serving. That's right. You get your own caddy, <laughs> your own trailer. <laughs> um, but he was, he was every weekend, you know, all around Australia, all around the place, just constantly... Homeless, essentially. Pretty much. Living, living out of his car, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and driving... Hundreds of k's between cities to to make tournaments and to get a three hundred dollar check for yeah. coming thirty sixth. Yeah. yeah, but what this is what was interesting. Uh, I don't think you'd mind if I was telling this. <laughs> well, if he does, I'll delete it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was playing with, and I don't know golf very well, but this is Let's what say he Greg was Norman. He was playing with Greg Norman's hair. <laughs> <laughs> he had to give it back. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing with a uh, carbon fiber. Clubs, 
Mm. And uh, apparently most people at the pro level play with steel. I, th- I think this is what you're saying. Right. It might yeah. be steel. It might be alloy. Or so I don't he, know. Yeah, some, he had like some, a some graphite else. shaft and, and, yeah, and yeah. the other guys were using. Something that wasn't what he was using, which right. was carbon fiber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the he said that a lot of the upper level guys were looking down on him for using carbon fiber because it was seen as like a beginner's sort of thing. Uh, like, yeah. oh, you're using, using carbon fiber? Really? Yeah. At, at this level? You're not cool enough. Yeah. In other it's words. like, oh. Wow, yeah. that's like a big. He was getting bullied. Thing. He was getting bullied he was. By, by the. He was getting crushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mentally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, he played with the carbon fiber. That that was his style. He worked, and he he got to that level with carbon fiber. Yeah, uh, and then I think he he had listened to this sort of criticism for enough time. He's like, all right, I'm going to make the switch. I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's time to grow I'm going to play worse now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's what happened. Oh, his game went to shit. No. And, and then he lost confidence. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and his coach was trying to help him to make the adjustments to steal, I don't know what it is, the other, yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Um, the other white man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the other club. I, yeah. I think it was steel. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and he it, got steel shaft, and then he got right. Yeah, a boron or graphite or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah was, carbon. Carbon. Yeah. Right. It wasn't the one yeah. he was used to. Yeah. And so the steel doesn't is less flexible, so you get ah. less of a whip through. So right. yeah. timing your swing would be different. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he impact. Yeah, that's right. So he had to try to relearn his, you know, and he'd been playing with that his whole career. Yeah, and obviously. Yeah, struggled and then was, you know, becoming like getting worse and worse and worse. And then it was like, I've got to go back to carbon fiber. <laughs> Tried to no. go back, couldn't make the adjustments back. with that oh, either. No. Uh, and just got really frustrated and really, you know, pissed off and spent like a year sort of getting worse and worse results. Uh, and he said, you know, it was the worst thing when you would be at the tee off and that's where the most people are standing watching. Mm. And he goes, you put, your ball on the tee and you, you know, don't know if you're going to hit this straight. <laughs> and most of the time, he goes, it would go straight off, like completely the wrong way. Wow. In front of everyone. How demoralizing. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh, not a good experience. No. So no. it was... Uh, and how's he going now? Like he's going uh, to the gym. Yeah, well, it was, this is what was interesting about it. Now bodybuilding. Yeah, a little bit. A yeah, little bit. yeah, Excellent. a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a nice I'm happy. That, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what sparked it. Is I suggested something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, about training or whatever. Um. Oh, and that was to do with business. And he was very curt with his response. Very, oh. very aggressive. Shut mm. me down. Oh. I'm going to do it my own way. Thanks very much for your advice. I know what I'm doing. Oh, oh, oh. that's fine. You can oh, do what you want. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know I can do what I want. Thank Ooh. you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. That's I'm fine. on the right track. Yeah. But don't, don't that was the only time he's ever don't, reacted like that. Don't, I was like, don't knock me off the track, big guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I know what's best. But a couple of months later is when he told me about this thing. And this he said, look, wise. I experienced this. And he goes, I made a change based on other people's criticism or advice. And it ruined me. Mm. and he goes uh, what I'm doing I have my own goal I'm heading in this direction and I want to get there and I don't, and I don't want to listen and be distracted and this thing to happen again yeah which is interesting so yeah mm, yeah you know experience shapes behavior 
yeah. uh, in a way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, he's conditioned in such way, and it was such a traumatic experience for him. He probably felt like he lost his superpower. And, um, you know, how do you come back from that? Mm. And well, you kind of, whatever's true and whatever, you know, you have to kind of double down on what, what you know and just uh, stick in your lane. Um, it's interesting, you know, that's one way to go. And then, uh, you know, other people kind of, you know, kind of look at that and go, mm, okay, well, maybe that's that was a worst-case scenario and is unlikely to happen again. Mm. And if people that are really successful in the space that I'm interested in are suggesting something, well, maybe I should be listening. Mm. Um, he probably listened to his competitors rather than listening to people who had his best interests at heart. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, you know, so in the, and now in, into the future, perhaps confusing those things would be mm. to his detriment. It is funny, though, that... that the you know, so say he he had continued playing with carbon fiber and and found success with it. I bet there'd be so many people that would start changing, do that, and be that would yeah. be the new norm. Yeah, it's just because you know somebody is doing something different. Everyone else is like, oh, it doesn't work. No, you can't do it like that. And it's mm. like, well, he's winning. But well, there was a golfer, uh, Ian Baker Finch. I don't know if you recall heard, that name yeah. from the eighties yep. and nineties. Yeah, he was one of Australia's top golfers there mm. for a good ten or fifteen years, and. Uh, he had an experience where he just lost his superpower, his ability to play competitive golf. He, you know, he was, didn't. He, at, at some point, he was when he was standing up at, at at the at the tee or over the ball. He didn't know yeah which way it was going to go, um, and uh, it, it's you know he, he tried to come back, and um, I, I don't think he really ever did. You know, mm. it just kind of it just fell away. He tried to make. You know, technical adjustments to his swing and and uh, yeah, just lost his way and just mm. never got back into his groove. Mm. Um, so it's it's really inf- interesting because we kind of feel like form in sport is relatively a short term thing, but it, you know can obviously at some point you know there can be major breaks in form and you just don't recover from them in in a sport. Mm. You know, it's not necessarily. Yeah, you know, I'm sure in the other areas of his life he wasn't experiencing that kind of you know. Um, it, it, uh, fall away in in um, uh, in success, but mm. uh, you know, just in that specific lane, uh, yeah. you know, he, he stumbled, and um, and so, but it is very difficult for sports people, and it's all all that they're trying to do. You know, so yeah. much of their identity is also wrapped up in that, and that's probably some uh, some part why why you got that response because his whole identity would have been golfer mm. for such a long period of time, and mm. everybody. At the barbecue, at the family does, everybody knows him as golfer, his yep. girlfriend, or whoever is intimately involved in his life would um, feel that that's a large part of who he is, and I'm sure he did as well. And you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a big part of your life to say goodbye to. And in a yeah, I yeah. mean, it's a, one of those uh, one of those things that can really eat away at the, the heart of an individual. Mm. Yeah, I remember because uh, uh, I watched a lot of. Um, you know, Tony Robbins are motivation speaker, mm-hmm. uh, and he was saying Tony he was working. Robbins. Tony Robbins, uh, six foot nine hundred, uh, mm-hmm. eight hundred kilo monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was talking about one of the basketballers in the NBA that he was working with, uh, whose game was just declining, and he didn't know why. Couldn't figure out every shot he 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 shot, it would miss, and it wasn't you know it, he couldn't figure out what he was doing wrong. Uh, and Tony worked with him, and he broke it down to well, what's the first thought that you get when somebody gives you the ball and he's like i need to pass it i need to get rid of the ball i'm gonna stuff it i'm gonna mess it up Mm. that was his his thought program and then he would shoot and it would miss and he was like i knew it you know he was (laughs) making his uh, uh, assumption become reality yeah uh and so he he sort of had to work with him to, to break down just to change that little thought thing of 
give me the ball. And when you're confident, you know, when you, you're on fire and it's like, you, you give it to me because I'm, I know I'm going to hit this. Like, mm. so just to change that mentality, it wasn't the skill. He wasn't doing anything wrong in terms of his technical prowess. It was just his confidence. So, mm. you know, to try to strip that fear away of I'm going to stuff it up mm. as your immediate thought to I'm the guy, give it to me because I'm going to score. And that's Michael Jordan would talk about that. He's like, uh, he, he says, I missed, I don't know, 30 game-winning shots. Mm. But he goes, but I got, I don't know, like 400 or something. I you know, I won the game. Um, he goes, I knew and my team knew when we were down to the last 10 seconds, you give the ball to me because mm. I'm the guy. Like, yeah. And you don't get that sort of confidence without having failed and tried and gone again and, and, and having that belief in yourself. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of interesting that it's not the actual physical uh, or skill or technique that you're doing. And some people just, they, they put it all on that. They're like, oh, I must be doing something wrong. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the swing in golf. Oh, I'm getting it wrong. It's just, it's like, well, no, you're probably thinking about it yeah. so much. Whereas before, like, how did you think about it when you were hitting it right mm. every time? What yeah. were you thinking? Oh, I wasn't thinking anything. Yeah. Oh, it's just an automatic thing, mm. you know? So, or I'm just going to hit it over there and you just would. Yeah, I think it's one of, one of the reasons why people love sports so much because, you know, you, you sometimes just see people when they're on and invincible, you know, so uh, uh, Brian Lara mm-hmm. at, at his absolute peak, you know, when uh, you, you see an individual like that or a Bradman, you know, somebody who uh, just embodied flow state. Yeah. You know, if you... It, um, Anderson Silva mm. in, in peak form, you know, and for all of those years just seemed uh, untouchable yeah, and yeah. just seemed to be in that, that beautiful flow state, you know, just that there was, there was no, he, he was looking at time differently to everybody else, yeah. you know, it's a, and when athletes kind of hit that, hit that point where, uh, as a friend of mine said, who was, um, an elite cricketer, uh, but n- knew he would never be a great because he, he'd played with greatness and he just said, they see time differently. Right. Time slows down for them. Mm. Like that's that's the difference. They they see they get a split second or two advantage on you for whatever reason. That seems to be the characteristics of the greats in in most sports. Um, and uh, that's what makes sport as much as there's the drama and a narrative and a, and a, a, a tribalism and and all of these all of these kind of uh, things that are going on. It's really people want to see people at their absolute peak mm. in, in flow state doing what they've trained their whole life to do and to nail it. Yeah, absolutely nail it. Yeah. and and that's what that's what draws attention. Yeah, and that's what the things of moments you keep replaying again and going back to and like, oh, you remember this where he scored the winning goal in nineteen eighty six and look at this, he set it up like that and you know and it it's becomes those magic moments because mm. it's like. To get to that point, you know, it's years and years of, of hard work, discipline, sacrifice, uh, intelligence, reading the game, putting yourself in the right position to make that moment happen. Mm. And it wasn't just that he saw it at that moment. It's years of experience and knowing that that was the right place to be and reading the game and then there you are and, you know, that's the success that comes from it. So mm. it is exciting when you see that happen. Yeah, uh, And it, it, it is uh, one of those things in... It, you do get it in most sports. Mm. Um, for me, it's most exciting in combat sports. Yeah. Is where, and I love, this is a, one of my favorite things, and I was actually showing this to somebody this morning, is uh, when somebody is so clever with their tactic 
that they are conditioning the other person to react in a mm. certain way. Yes. And yep. it's like, uh, like I was showing, um, there was a, uh, in the UFC, uh, there's a woman called Valentina Shevchenko, mm-hmm. and she was fighting another girl called Jessica I. Mm-hmm. And Shevchenko is a fantastic striker. Well, she's, she's good everywhere, but she's a really good striker. And she kicked Jessica I in the body, <laughs> left kick to the body, the whole first round. <laughs> and then the second round started, and she did a high kick and oh. knocked Jessica out. Like, mm. one of the biggest head kick knockouts ever. Had it, had it just ready for the body. And, 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 and you saw Jessica's up. hands go down to defend the body Waiting. kick that she'd been hit with, like, yeah. 30 times in a row. And it was not a body kick. It yeah. went straight through her head. Yeah. Uh, she was out for about 10 minutes. Like, that's one of the longest times I've seen somebody get knocked out mm. for. Uh, and it was a crack. And yeah. I was like, but there you go. That was, that was the, like, oh. I loved it because it was like <laughs> you could see she's setting you up for yeah. this and you can go back and go, look how many times she go body, 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 and yeah. then bang, head. And it's like that was the one. And yeah. It wouldn't have worked if and she hadn't have done that. When you see that cat and mouse that game played out at, at an elite level as well, yeah. it's all the more thrilling, isn't exactly. it? You know, yeah. it's just – it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's almost like we we wish for little um, uh, that 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 feeling of uh, in our own lives in some small way, you know. And we can see it on the screen, we can mm. see it being played out in in the in the cage or in the ring, and and we just want a little bit of that sprinkled over our life. Yeah. You know, get into a bit of flow state, feel feel better about what we're doing. Yeah. You know, get get in the zone, <laughs> all of those things. You I, know? I love I love strategy and people being incredibly clever at tricking their opponents, regardless of what it is. And that's why I like watching poker because mm. it's like you're the way you're betting, the way you're moving, sitting, talking, yeah. you're conditioning your opponent to make them think a certain thing, whether yeah. you, whether you're bad at it and they can read you like a book yeah. or whether um, you're deliberately, you know, you're putting out a big bet and it's like they think that I'm, I'm putting this out as a bluff, but I actually have it. Like, but I'm going to play mm. it like it's a bluff, you know, and the, yeah. just those little things. And it's like, because when you're watching it, you know, you can see the cards that each person has. So you know what's going on. And that's what makes it interesting. Cause it's like, I know this dude's bluffing or I know he's, and it's like, is the other guy going to pick up on it? Yeah. That's what's fun about it. Because mm. if you couldn't see the cards and he was just like, like I don't know how to read people's body language for poker. Yeah. But because you've got that inside information. You, by the way, do you want to play some poker? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Texas Hold'em's fun. I love, I love it. The first yeah. time I saw that was I was in Canada and I was like, I've never seen this before. I'd only seen five card start, like the normal five card, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was on TV because in Canada there was like 400 channels and it was like, what is this, poker? I'm like, ah. I'm like, there's two cards. Like, what, what's going on? And it was like, this game is more about the betting side of it. Yeah. Uh, and I just was watching it for hours. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Because, you know, talking about all these different terms and all the rest of it and the strategies and the, that are in being employed. And it is more about tr- tricking your opponent as opposed mm. to having the superior hand. Mm. So you can have absolutely nothing and win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you've bet big and they think that you've got it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, on, on that note, perhaps we'll uh, put a little line underneath this uh, particular episode. This has been the Daily Combat podcast extra for you this week so thanks so much to all of our subscribers and everybody that tunes in every week that's uh, just a little bit of something special from matt and i uh, for this week and just to finish things off what you've all come to see the double biceps are out 
Um, so um, thanks so much for joining the Daily Combat Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stobridge, here with my co-host, as always, Hollywood, Matt Connolly. Thank you very much. Biceps out. There they are. There they are. That's what you've come to see. That's what you've been paying the super chats for. There you go. <laughs> so, um, so uh, Matt, um, uh, Garage Wars has just taken place uh, in Melbourne last Saturday. Uh, fantastic lineup, great event. Um, one of those events, it, it felt like a like a family reunion for the arm wrestling community. There were so many familiar faces. It was great to see so many of those people in the same place at the same time and yeah. huddled together at the back of Al's gym. So, big <laughs> shout out to Al. Thank you very much. Uh, the, uh, the event was an amazing success. And the venue... Although you wouldn't think a, a typical venue for an arm wrestling competition, it had a, a lovely intimacy. Mm-hmm. It was kind of really cool. Everybody had taken a, a seat on a leg press or was climbing up a, <laughs> some kind of machine in order to get a better view or to get a, a, a story going on Instagram. But had a fantastic atmosphere and and uh, the the competition rolled in my, my view rolled really nicely throughout the day. Like there just was not a dead moment um, throughout the afternoon. Mm. Um, so uh, and, and obviously Matt, you were there representing the uh, SA Titans yeah. and uh, just uh, taking care of the uh, the SA Titans team that uh, <laughs> came to dominate the the day's proceedings. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the SA Titans enjoyed some success on the day. And uh, but overall, I think arm wrestling was the the big win. Enough. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it was great. The, the whole event went really well. I mean, the, they, they, our, Andy and Mario is one that sort of organised it, and you had yourself um, as you know, real estate agents group was major sponsor as well as uh, Jake Ward, Aussie arm wrestler. So, mm-hmm. uh, big thanks for both of you for for helping assist getting that on and flying athletes over. And, uh, and this episode is also brought to you by Real. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 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 why not hey. <laughs> hey you do so much for the sport and so it was great that deep, these guys probably wouldn't have been able to go uh, they were invited and I know probably a couple of them would have said oh that'd be amazing and so, then, so maybe the setup for this is that this was not like a tournament run like a, a states mm. competition or something this is Andy and Mario who just reached out to a bunch of friends in the arm wrestling community and people that they really wanted to see on the table yeah. and said hey do you want to come to Melbourne we're going to do something yeah pretty much it that's it so yeah. it was invitation only uh we obviously didn't get an invitation <laughs> we turned up anyway yeah <laughs> 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 ourselves i'm going <laughs> again <laughs> no i know them i know <laughs> them. look at this forearm i'm an right owl on the way through right. like, yeah. i know Al. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was basically a super match series yep. in a way. There's 16 super matches on on the card. There was two uh, four man tournament sort of thing mm-hmm. with the under 80 kilos and, and then yeah, super heavyweights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was no some, one in between. No one. In between. <laughs> there is no in between. There was just guys was over 115 or kilos or under. That was it. Oh, that can't be any of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, sixteen matches, uh, guys from all around the country, and yeah, basically Andy and Mario just tried to put the best matches together that they could. They yeah. had a few that fell apart last minute, but they put replacements in. Uh, did a great job with the replacement cards yeah. as well, like yeah. uh, replacement bouts. Mm. They did a fantastic job matching uh, the, the athletes as well. Mm. Uh, so there was a, only a couple of really one-way matches uh, that emerged, which couldn't have been foreseen because uh, we were talking uh, uh, Hamza, who's mm-hmm. who was a debutant, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise very very evenly matched, uh, oh, uh, yeah. with uh, perhaps uh, the exception of Taron's dominance in the in the four-way mm-hmm. under under eighties. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he he did get pinned 
uh, by Josh Barker he at did. one point. Yeah, um, snuck one in there. Yeah, yep. but uh, yeah, he did establish dominance absolutely, and yeah, it, it would be nice to see him uh, go against some of the, the absolute top guys in the country in the under eighties, as Sam Burnett. Mm. Um, and there was um, be a good matchup. Yeah, uh, one of the guys from New Zealand that was supposed to come over. Um, uh, another jo- jo- James, jo- yeah. Josh. Yeah, there was a lot it's of a combination James. of one of those. Yes, Jamish. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like> <laughs> I think it was Al. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be nice to sort of solidify where his position is in the under 80 kilos in Australia. Mm. But uh, yeah, in terms of how the event ran very smoothly, the matches ran really fast. Um, I was late because I missed my oh, flight in the morning, uh, which sucked. But um, yeah. so that so beard, they thought you were a terrorist. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I was. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not for that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I'm a terrorist from the future. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and so I was supposed to leave at like 6am and, and I would have been there in plenty of time and the mm-hmm. original start time was like 2.30 and I had to push it back to 11.30 which I thought, oh, it'll still be enough, you know. Mm. Uh, I, and I got to Melbourne at like 1.30 and then I already started. <laughs> so uh, I was watching it on the stream in the taxi as we're driving oh, there. So you didn't miss a moment. Uh, I'd missed a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I loaded it up, it was um, uh, Tim the Viking, Graham from so, South Australia. Which was the first match. So you had oh, is it? Yeah, it was the first match. Oh, great. So okay, you didn't cool. miss much at all. Oh, yeah. okay, excellent. Yeah. yeah. I, I, when I loaded it up, it was right near the end of their match. So. Okay, so by that stage, uh, it looked at the, the it looked like uh, Tim was dominating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like he, he was he was he was even showboating, right? And then uh, decided he'd go into a hook and uh, and got caught, and then uh, took it a little bit more seriously next time, and uh, just uh, unfortunately lost out to Andy, who was yeah. pumped. Yeah. He was pumped. As yeah. a matter of fact, I think he almost. Or actually, he did faint. Yes. Uh, so so excited he was from his victory, and so pumped up that he was that he uh, was still strapped to his opponent, Tim the Viking Graham, and uh, was celebrating. Uh, his celebration uh, then turned to him calling to Tim, uh, "Hold me, I'm, a, I'm about to go." And then they both fell backwards over over a bench press uh, and a couple of spectators. And it, was a, it, was a, it was a wonderful moment in uh, arm wrestling and uh, unfortunately none of it caught on camera oh. as far as I'm aware. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, a beautiful moment. A beautiful right. moment. Both men were in, in embrace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only one man, one man euphoric in victory. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other one just strapped. <laughs> just, just waiting. Like, please, please stop fainting. And- I can, just, I go? can I go and like cry in the corner now? <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah, endure my indignity, yeah. the, the indignity of loss, and and having it's a long, it's eight hundred kilometers. It's a long way back home, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, but now I'm still strapped to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you've fainted in my yeah, arms. Well done. <laughs> can I have my hand back, please? <laughs> can you get off the floor? Oh, the give pa- me my hand. The passion on display. I think that was going. That was that was a great way to start the day because both, I mean both both athletes were fired up, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, I think there was a. There was a couple of bodybuilders that were a little bit uh, dismayed <laughs> at, the, right. at the noise, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, there was uh, you know, both both men were quite vocal athletes, yeah. and uh, you know, they were kind of, kind of like two big gorillas just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fired up at each other, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, one fainted. <laughs> yes. But uh, but fantastic way to start the day, and it, and it just rolled on. Mm. You know, there was just mm. a, uh, every match uh, was. Uh, you can you can take your eyes off the table. Mm. Oh, that's right, exactly right. Yeah, it was just like 
what, what's the next match? Oh, I want to see that. And then, mm. then the next match, oh, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was just next time, next, 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 next. Um, very fast paced and the matches were refereed really well. Mm. Um, yeah, good um, overall feel like that, you know, everyone was respecting each other and oh, respecting yeah. the, the referee. Uh, these guys are, you know, the best in the country, really, in, in some respects. You didn't have the absolute elite guys there, but there was... You know, oh, yeah, the, you know, a, good, a good array of top five guys yeah, across absolutely. most categories. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, some of the best guys in the country there, um, very respectful. They know each other and they would have faced each other for years. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of mutual respect. Um, a lot of camaraderie. Like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful sport in that regard. Everybody, although it's been it's maybe some time since people have uh, met each other in person mm. or... So many of the people I've not, never met in person yeah. before as well, yeah. uh, including Jake, for instance. So, oh, you hadn't yeah, met him in person. hadn't met him in person. Ah, so, right. yeah. So, I mean, we were talking for some time before it, we, we worked that out, of course. So, you know, because of the familiarity now yeah. of the internet and, you know, some people watching the podcast and, of course, you know, we were watching their content. You kind of feel like you, you, you know the colour of their undies. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then you turn up and there's this, this beautiful familiarity and, mm. and camaraderie and, uh, yeah, just a, a, a really uh, kind of, a cool bunch of people to hang around with for the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get that feeling? This this is the first time it happened with me uh, was when in the over-the-top tournament in the Gold Coast earlier mm-hmm. in the year uh, because, you know, hadn't really travelled outside of South Australia for the last couple of years because yeah. of COVID and all the rest of it and definitely not for an arm wrestling e- event because uh, I'm not at that high caliber enough to go, oh, I'm going to go into state and get <laughs> slaughtered over there. <laughs> so when it was the Gold Coast uh, event, but because we've been putting content out so much, um, when I went into that room and there was maybe, I don't know, 400 people, I never looked at them and they all, you know that, that look of familiarity? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, hey. And it was like, oh, hey, yeah, how are you? And they go, Matt. And it was like, yeah. And it was, oh, yeah and, and then a lot of people knew who I was from the content. And yeah. it was like, I didn't know people were actually watching what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get like eight views on a video. But it's like those eight people were there. They were all there. Yeah. So that was really yeah, awesome. We uh, may have benefited from half of our audience actually being in that room. So that's that, right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And only because I've been guests on the podcast before. That's so. right. Yeah, exactly. But did you have that? Because I got that I got that same feeling again on the weekend, just gone. Uh, yeah. Walking into Al's gym and because I was there a little bit late, everyone was already there, walked in and then it was like everyone's turn and gone, oh, uh, yeah. And it was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, this is weird. It's really cool. I, 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 I'm going to sound completely arrogant here for a moment. I, I I, I kind of have like a low, a very low, like not even a D class level of celebrity. Like in, <laughs> in that, like that, I'm constantly, I, I'll have, constantly, very regularly, uh-huh. like on a weekly basis, I'll have people start talking to me like they know me, and I've got no, like, I can't, I can't work it out. And then I realise I've not actually met them. They've just seen, uh-huh. so they've just seen one of my videos uh-huh. on Facebook or or whatever, or you know, people just come up and talk to me out of the blue, and I, I, so it, and because I've literally, as my career is uh, not just a ring announcer, actually <laughs> uh, <laughs> just yet, uh, it's uh, it, yeah, I'm a real estate agent. I've literally done ten thousand open. Oh, Inspection. Yeah, is that where yeah. the real comes from? Oh, it all makes sense. Ah, right. um, and uh, yeah, so we're, it, it's a uh, people. People are constantly coming up to me and mm. starting conversations and uh, letting me know what's going on with their mum. And right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're sort of used to that. In yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm never quite sure. And, and so in this context, I don't know to the extent that that was. 
you know my my familiarity with that mm. that, that that very low level of celebrity ship that that you're now oh. in, enjoying. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, only twice ever, <laughs> 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 and only in the same room as the people that have watched well, the video. Yeah. <laughs> but it is it was amazing because there was a couple of guys that I hadn't met before that you know knew <laughs> knew me and said hello, and uh, <laughs> they knew about you know the SA Times and the podcast we do here and um you know a few of the matches and stuff and i said oh, i watch all the stuff that you do and it's like wow okay it's amazing thank yeah. you so much you know, it's really cool and i hate all of it no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially you it'd be great if you weren't in it no. you, you know what i did love <laughs> the, the thing i did love uh, as much as anything was uh, jordan davis mm. yeah, give me a big hug right. like yeah it was yeah. nice yeah it's like because oh. the story i mean i thought ah oh, it's jordan davis yeah oh, he's, he's a one of the best in the world. He's, a, he's, well, fam- in, 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 he's, yeah. he's, he's famous. Yeah. I, got a, I got a little bit fanboyish. And then, uh, yeah, when when uh, he turned around and he saw me, he came over like we were long lost mates. <laughs> and I got a big hug off him. And well, I, yeah, my heart melted. Oh, it was lovely. Was awesome. yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So, yeah, yeah that was my little moment from that. Yeah. I, got a, I got a scowl. You got a, oh, like, a scowl? Yeah, like a, 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 sexual like, tension? <laughs> or, no, like, <laughs> like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was here again. Oh. We didn't even invite him. <laughs> Why does he in? keep turning up Who to these the arm wrestling things? <laughs> <laughs> we specifically Ow! said. Ow! We gave you his photo! <laughs> this is the guy! Ow! <laughs> Ow! Here's the photo. Him. He, he, he's you Hollywood have one job, Al. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a beard then. <laughs> he even sold him a Powerade. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, talk to you, Al. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan, he Jordan's wonderful. He didn't give me a scowl at all. He, no. was, he was busy refereeing when I got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, so what are your big takeaways from, from Gareth's? One, fun event. Mm. Really cool. Mm. It, it was um, lovely people. Um, and But uh, uh, in terms of... Uh, Breakthrough moments of the day. What, mm. what was uh, what were some of your big yeah. takeaways that you walked away thinking? Yeah, well, I didn't think I was going to think this, and now I'm thinking this. Right. Um, well, I thought the best part of the whole day was the super heavyweight four man <laughs> tournament. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> that was that, that was, was that was like nuts. four of the, the best guys in the country. Uh, and they all it was sort of round robin format in a way. So Adam Laura, yeah, uh, Lachlan Carpenter, Lachlan Carpenter, Andy Boskovsky, yeah. and um, Fatali. Yes, yeah. and and um, and Andy looked way bigger than I thought he was going to be. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he, he looked great. He looked right. solid. I mean, yeah, they're all massive. They're, 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 oh, Adam Laura, it's like yeah. it's, it's, that's a different type of human being, you know. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's like when you see someone, you go, oh, that's this is how I felt when I was a kid, right? You know, and I know I'm not a small person, yeah. like I'm a pretty solid guy, right. and you know, hundred or so kilos, you know, and and then you see someone, you go, oh, the half, they're, they're another third of <laughs> they're you, bigger. <laughs> it's, it's everything, it's it's. Uh, uh, and uh, but uh, it, 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 that that was just that was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal, and yeah. and um, uh, no one no one wanted to back down. I no. mean, uh, that you had the alpha gorillas on the table, and uh, and nobody wanted to walk away loser. It was right. it was it was insane. It was primal. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was so close between all of them as well. Like yeah, every match it could have gone either way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, any any one of those four guys could have won. Yeah, uh, Fatali ended up. Um, taking it out, um, yeah, and he's he's been on a bit of a tear lately. Um, I know he had an injury with his bicep a couple of years ago, t- torn bicep, um, which he had 
he's obviously come back from. Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel about having done that to him as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Sure. laughs> I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, remember Jordan Stephens on, and he had he'd torn his bicep on both arms, but two separate incidents. One, the, the time, the most recent time that he had done it, uh, he was practicing for the circus, uh, like um, hand balancing. Oh yes, yes, and the yes. The girl yep. that he was balancing sort of slipped. Yeah, he went to catch her, and he had his arm on the ground, and she stepped, <laughs> landed both feet right on the arm, and just yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, doesn't stop him doing it though. No. I see him every day on Instagram throwing some girl in the air and yeah, yeah balancing some dude on his shoulders and against their will, flipping a, a elephant or something. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, he's great. He, I mean, he was really, he was our first guest yeah, on the we, show. Yeah, we've got to get him on the table. I think. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so. Heavyweights, fantastic mm. for me. Breakthrough moment. Uh, Hamza Hodjik. Oh, Hodjik. Yeah. Mm. Um. Hodjic. Hodjic. Mm. Sorry, Hamza. Sorry, Hamza's mum. I know oh, she'd I be called, more upset. I called him um, Hama. Hama? <laughs> I, I called him the, the wrong name three times in a one-minute video. <laughs> <laughs> I said his nickname's The Hammer. So I went to say Hammer, uh, Hamza the Hammer Hodjic. And you said Hama the Hamza Hodjic. And, yeah, yeah. uh, and then I messed it up again. That's and it. then I called <laughs> him Hama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I didn't know that until I went back and watched it. Oh. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knows who he is. <laughs> but yes, he, he was your big takeaway. He was my big takeaway. Um, a young man uh, from South Australia. Uh, he's one of the Titans boys. He joined the club because I think uh, he was year 10 at the time and he just wanted to beat all the year 11s and 12s in an arm oh. wrestling tournament at school oh. or just wanted to kind of bully them on the table, I suspect. Mm-hmm. So was coming along to the club to pick up some tips and obviously been uh, following the sport on YouTube and uh, got on board and quickly was been, had been befriended by many of the, uh, the top guys in the club who've uh, really taken them under his wing and, and uh, you know, and every week he seems to grow an inch and put on three he, kilos. He literally does. It's, he, he it's turned not up, an exaggeration. He, he turned up at Garage Wars and everybody who knew him there turned around and said, have you grown? He like, did. Did you literally <laughs> put like three inches taller? Yeah. Like, how, did that, how did that happen? We uh, saw uh, you on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> it literally is not. I've, I've got video evidence. <laughs> I was standing next to him. I was the same height. One week later, he's three inches taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who knows what he will be this week? Seven, seven foot three. Um, seven, yeah. yeah. So um, and, and probably see him coming in the distance. Yeah, that's right. right. God, cast a it's shadow. Arms of the the hammer, the, <laughs> the, the, the mountain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, for, for him uh, on debut as well. I mean, he, he's only uh, he's he's been uh, actively on, involved in Super Match Sundays mm. um, with the SA Titans, and uh, so you've been able to see his progression and. Uh, there was a time maybe, say, uh, two or so, three months ago that I, I felt I was maybe competitive with him on the table. There's no way. Uh, I'm, you know, he's just surpassed us both, unfortunately. He left mm. us both in, in his dust, in his pursuit for uh, uh, for top junior honours. Mm. And it seemed that the word in the room afterwards that uh, he's very much deserving of that accolade. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see what... what comes of harms but they're now very much considered amongst many of the elite arm wrestlers of the country as the, the top junior in 
the nation. Yeah, potentially, absolutely. And so his original opponent, um, Jordan Browning, uh, so they had their match and Hamza won that very convincingly 3-0. So convincingly that they actually said... Do you want to go again? Like, we'll get somebody else as well. Do yeah. you want to have another match? Because you've flown all the way over here, and you know this match was uh, pretty one-sided. Yeah. Um. And so he said, "Yeah, absolutely, we'll do another one." And they found another guy, um, and he also destroyed him as well. <laughs> so, yeah, Hums is doing fantastic things. It will be interesting to see if we can. And get still some. growing, only seventeen years of age. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, and so it'd be nice to see him go against some of the top guys in the country. Uh, one of the matches I would like to see is Jamie Barrett from Queensland against mm-hmm. Hamza. Um, there's a big uh, weight and height discrepancy, but mm. uh, it's going to be hard to find anyone who's the same size as Hamza at, at 17. But mm. Jamie Barrett is uh, very dedicated, uh, trains a lot with Ryan Bowen, trains uh, with everyone and anybody that he can in Queensland, uh, travels two hours to go meet people just to train. Uh, really nice guy. Uh, tries to enter as many tournaments as he can and he's been doing very well on the table. I'd love to see a match between him and Hamza. Mm. Um, and yeah, a couple of them. So in terms of, yeah, juniors, you, you're looking at, or well, these might be the elite guys or maybe some of the Burnett guys as well, the, the, the younger mm. brothers, mm. Um, and seeing how they would go up against him as well. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen them in a tournament recently that I can remember, but I know mm. that they are very, very good arm wrestlers. So yeah, um, yeah, well, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see them at one of our events that might be coming up soon. And really exciting to see uh, junior arm wrestling really heating up and uh, some top contenders uh, coming to the uh, coming to the top. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Very, right. oh, it, it I can't believe how fast he's progressed. Like, yeah. it's, it's not an exaggeration when you say that he gets better every week. He literally does. And mm. it's like, how are you this good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh. It's so weird for me because it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter how hard you try, yeah. you will never be able to catch him. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, for me, everything in my life <laughs> that I've put 100% effort into, yeah. I've succeeded in yeah. or gotten a reasonable but, amount of success in. But you can't beat a 17-year-old yeah. kid on the arm wrestling it's like, Mm. this doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I'm putting it in. I'm putting the time and effort in and getting crushed. Yeah. It's a strange sport. <laughs> <laughs> real estate. Uh, real estate. Um, wrestling, it's a, it's a strange dragon. Yeah, and real estate. And real estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, they're very intrinsically entwined. It is, it is a very similar thing. I was, telling, I was actually telling this to somebody yesterday uh, about about real estate. This is a philosophical stretch. No, it isn't at all. It. It's yeah. not at all. No. No, because no, they, parallels they have started in real estate, but not in the sales area. They're okay. doing leasing or something right Right, property management strata strata Strata. yeah management stuff lovely bringing people yeah Yeah. Uh, and he he was saying like I'm looking at doing the selling side of it Mm -hmm. I said well that's great I said but it it does take a really long time like with anything to get good at it you have you're starting with zero clients zero customers and I know Dave Stobridge has been doing it for 25 years and he's still not good at it (laughs) (laughs) One day. <laughs> One, I'll, One get day. One I'll get there and practicing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you've got to go and, and find your way. Like, you've got to learn and you've got to build your, your client base and you've got to, you know, treat people well and get referrals. And it, it does take a long period of time. And there might be six months, nine months before you sell a single property. Like, mm. you, you know, it, it 
it does take a long time yeah. to build up that. Same with anything, any skill. I like the way you discouraged uh, people from entering my industry, and I, I appreciate <laughs> that because I, I, I don't want any more competition. <laughs> and uh, anybody thinking about getting into real estate should be talking to Matt Connolly. <laughs> this message is brought to you by yeah. Real Estate Agent Scroob. That's right. <laughs> with over 100 years of experience in this one man. In, in, in just the last 12 months. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Inaugural experience. Inaugural experience. In Indeed. Um, First hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Garage Wars, massive success. Uh, Garage Wars 3.0, uh, big match rumoured for already, um, 12 months in advance, but uh, uh, you and I. Oh, yeah, right. That's what I've heard. Ah. Yeah, it's a rumour. It's a rumour. It's still in the rounds. Okay. Yeah. Is it, have you started the rumour? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I might have been asked to get it. Uh, yeah, would you do it? And of course, I I, I, I am not of a standard that would <laughs> be fit. The, uh, but I did say I'd take you on. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I, called, I, I called you out via message back to Andy. Uh, oh, yeah. I cool. called you out. So, oh, I mean, now I'm doing it. Now, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope that's it. Would be an honor, Does it would be great. Yeah, be, I know, I, find, it would be a I lot kind of feel fun. like I'm being rude, but yeah. no, you're fine. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's great to do it. Yeah, yeah, we can do All it. Right. Absolutely. Um, because it, it would be a lot of fun. We'll do it for charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had a, a bit of a go when which I didn't realize was being streamed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so halfway halfway through, um, I think Jake Ward just needed to like rest for, for right. momentarily. Like it was like ten minutes that we give the refs a, yeah. a bit of a break and everything, and and everybody had kind of dispersed away from the table. And you and I looked at each other as the table became available yeah. and quickly gravitated towards it. And uh, uh, yeah, it apparently yeah, it seemed yeah. by whoever <laughs> happened to be watching on the live stream. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that they were still recording. I we were messing around and stupid <laughs> jumping on the table. Uh, yeah, and then it was like I think seven minutes in or something. You're like, you know, it's still being filmed. And I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it, it uh, you know some of the things that you were doing there were were really quite technical, and your game has improved a lot. No, which thank is you. yeah. No, you've you've developed a lot of different skill sets uh, as opposed to just the one sort of style that you had. No longer a one-trick pony, my that's friend. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. right. Well, this press that you seem to have <laughs> developed uh, and that high um, grip, re-grip uh, top roll that you were pulling out, um, never seen that before either. Hey. So, yeah. Well, I've been watching them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. It <laughs> yeah. is good. And and your defensive style, you know, you're keeping your shoulder forwards now as opposed to dropping it back. And, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool to see that you're progressing these skills and it's not just that... You know, you're trying to just get stronger um, or just faster mm. because those things do have an element of success, but you can work more technically and you don't have to be stronger. Mm. You can be like, well, if you just put your shoulder there, you don't need to use your arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things that you are developing as your skill set and it, it doesn't come... As my competitor, this sounds very condescending. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not worthy of trash talk, just encouragement. (laughs) (laughs) I don't No, 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 you're doing really really well, Dave. Yeah, you're doing great. No, this will be a good match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You keep working on your technique. You keep doing that stuff you're doing because it's really good. (laughs) Champ. (laughs) Sport. (laughs) Sport. <laughs> nothing more, nothing more condescending to be called champion. Yeah, yeah. How you champion. How are you champion? All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. winning? You winning? <laughs> <laughs> 
do you say to that person? What makes sense? Yeah, mate. No, everything's good. Yeah, good. No worries, mate. Yeah. That's all you can say to that. There's yeah. no, there's no, because it's rhetorical, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I, I like to drop in as many <laughs> references as I can. I'll be like, go, champion, how are you? All right. right? Yeah, go on, cop. Yeah, yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Good on you, turbo. All right, then. Turbo. Turbo. I haven't heard Turbo since 1986. He's up, Turbo. Come on, Tiger. Don't take your fight up, old Turbs. Come on, Sport. (laughs) Tiger. Yeah, you're trying to bring him. Big guy. Look at the big guy over here. Don't get upset, big guy. Come on, mate. It's just a joke. (laughs) Uh, Chief. Chief is good. Chief. Chief. Chief is all right. It's a little bit of reverence associated with Chief. The champ. It's just condescending. I love Chief. I think <laughs> I'm the champ. I'm the uh, champion. Le- legend can rub me up the wrong way on occasions. As legend, well. Yeah. yeah. Well done, legend. Yeah. It's not, I, don't not feel, legend. I don't feel. I feel you're being disingenuous. <laughs> legend has gone from pulling a sword from a stone to returning suddenly with an unexpected bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> legend. Yeah, legend. But. <laughs> So uh, that that brings us very nicely to uh, to an upcoming tournament happening right here in this very building. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we are in the Imagination Building in Adelaide, Hyde Street, right in the epicentre of the Innovation Precinct, and we are uh, very proud to announce that uh, this is the venue for our upcoming tournament. Yeah, that's right, the Matthew Connolly Classic. <laughs> We're still working on the name. Yeah, I like that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was the, Greg the MCC. Norman, yeah, Greg Norman classic. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that will be taking place on October the ninth. Uh, we're going to be having uh, multiple weight classes. It will be a double elimination tournament. So under seventy kilos, under eighty kilos, under ninety five kilos, ninety five kilos, and above. So you can enter any of those divisions as long as you meet the weight requirements. So if you're 60 kilos, you could potentially enter all of them. And, and when will be the weigh-ins? Uh, so we'll be doing that when we figure out when we're going to do that. <laughs> we're still in the planning stages of a lot right. of this, but yeah. this, yeah, it will be taking place here on October the 9th uh, and we'll be live streaming as well. We'll be figuring out which channels we're going live on, but more than likely we'll be on the Hollywood Matt Connolly YouTube channel and Facebook page as mm-hmm. well as the SA Titans Facebook page. Uh, yeah, we'll be... Maybe even on the Daily Combat podcast page. Yeah, that's Maybe. right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to speak to, um, we'll have to the talk people to the boss. Charge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their approval, mm. the rubber stamp. The There's seal. a form. There's a form. Champion, yeah. Yeah, the, the champion's uh, <laughs> nod of approval. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it should be exciting. Um, so this will be our second uh, event for the year. So we had the real cup uh, earlier in the year. Yes, uh, I'd almost forgotten. Right. We did. Yes, your event. That, that, was, that was earlier this year. That was the real cup. That's right. That yeah, was, it was that was an amazing success. It was great. Yeah, yeah. We've had some big things happen in the club the last couple of years, uh, haven't we? Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks to you, a lot of it has taken. In place, but oh, well, no, you know, you're, you're a pretty hard working young man, yeah. Yourself. Well, champion, like, champion. <laughs> sport, <laughs> sport's great. I always forget to use sport. sport. You want to use sport, it. I and then when it. you use champ, and you go, Oh, sport would have been so, so much, yeah, yeah, more appropriate in that yeah. moment. Yeah, I just uh, I do like sport. <laughs> <laughs> Or muscles. See if we got muscles. muscles. Oh, I don't mind muscles. Yeah, I, I find that muscles is like, affectionate. 
Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. if you've got some muscles. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah you noticed. Thanks, you noticed. Yeah. 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 Got your muscles. Yeah, you got your muscles. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I like muscles. Muscles, nothing wrong with muscles. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> so the tournament, um, Matt Connolly Classic, it's going <laughs> working title, uh, uh, happening uh, here at uh, Moonshots and uh, weight classes, lo- um how, how can people perhaps register for that? Yeah, so we'll be putting out all the details uh, soon, as soon as we've got our sort of um, marketing material together, which should be the next day or two, and we'll be putting that we'll have out. have a big launch in about yeah. like two days, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for so sure. Uh, with all the details lined out. Let's bring tears to my eyes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a very emotional moment. It is. It is a powerful, mm. powerful thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it will be interesting. I, I, was just, I was just thinking back to the real cup. <laughs> They were good times. You didn't get to compete in that. that that's what was tough. <laughs> I didn't get it. Your own tournament. I didn't get to compete. I didn't even get to watch much. <laughs> it was part of the uh, the Apex Sports Festival, which yeah. is why um, and and Dave obviously being uh, the the ring announcer was was busy. The stadium announcer. Yeah, the day, whole yeah. day you were running around uh, explaining different sorts of sports that were going on and yeah. uh, you know being an expert in all of them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, having having been having. Performed at an elite level in right. all of Every the one of ones. Them. Yeah, strongman, uh, jiu-jitsu and yeah. tiddly winks. Um, I think that was a special. That's, that was uh, behind the rugby. Oh, mm. right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I th- funny enough, this is, I, I, we would go tangents, but I saw <laughs> wiffle ball as a sport like the other day on YouTube. Right. It's baseball with a stupid ball. <laughs> right. But the ball is kind of cool because the ball curves so much in the air. Ah. So when the pitcher throws it, it literally like curves. Incredible. And the, and the guys like will still smack the crap out of it. Like they've they've they're that good at hitting it. Um wow. and it still goes far like whatever. But just that variation was like this is cool. Yeah. This is more interesting. <laughs> So Daily, Daily Combat podcast could be covering yeah. more, more of these types of sports. Yeah, I think it's going to be wiffle arm wrestling. Okay. It's, it's a hybrid. That's right. Yeah. Let's get a piece of straw. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah so no, it will be it will be a, a good event. Um, we've had a lot of success running the last couple of events here. Had some really good competitors that have come from around the country. And, yeah, we do use a double elimination format so that people don't, you know, rock up and get crushed and then... Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> At least you do get a second opportunity if you do happen to run up against Taryn in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth hanging around for a little bit longer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and one of the interesting things about it is that we have had demand for an under 70 kilo class, which we haven't had in the past. Normally mm. it's always under 80 kilos. This is the lightest mm. class that we can get uh, because if you did do an under 70 kilos class, it'd be like one person maybe. But yeah, yeah the, you're the dieting and down the yeah, that's right. <laughs> my left leg is going to enter <laughs> uh, so uh, we've we've got a bunch of guys in the club that are in that weight class yes. and they all said we're we'd... breeding very small arm wrestlers <laughs> here in south australia that's so, right yeah, so yeah. little, they're cute they're, they're like, <laughs> you can carry them in your handbag but yeah. yes yeah, yeah they're lovely uh but yeah uh, guys like connor the commander yeah um, well ryan dalton so connor's so strong he's great so yeah. strong on that on that left oh my goodness absolutely he was undefeated uh, i think he won like 12 matches in a row Mm. On his left, which is just ridiculous. Absolutely. Against like a lot bigger opponents yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh and uh Valera, uh, the yeah. fortress. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that 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 kid's got such strong hands and mm. arms. That, I mean, 
you just don't expect to see it. That's you know? right. Yeah. Are there rock climbing background? Uh, yeah, I think there's some sort of some climbing. Kind of, yeah. yeah, something. Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely got strong wrists, and he would be interesting to see how he goes. It in so that is class. this the the only opportunity that you know of for under seventy kilo guys to so so if you are under seventy kilos and. Uh, you love arm wrestling and you haven't had a chance to test yourself amongst uh, people of your own uh, weight class. Um, this uh, this tournament here in Adelaide on the 9th of October is the the place to be. Yeah, it will be the first time out of all the, the tournaments that have run throughout the year that mm. there's an under 70 kilo class. So, yep. yeah, it's exciting that we've had enough demand to be able to put that on. And Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, as I said, we could have put there that division there prior to, but it you you should have maybe one or two people in that class. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's kind of like pointless to do it that way. But yeah. when you've got enough competitors, uh, that's where it makes it fun and it makes it worth it. If you do actually win the class, you know you might have yep. beaten ten people, and it's like, well, hey, I I didn't just get first automatically because it was only me. Yeah. Uh, I did have to actually earn this. Yeah. So. That's what makes it interesting. Makes it mm. so. But one of the other elements, the, the strap. The mm. Yes, very interesting. So, uh, so um, let the people know what's going to be a little bit different about this tournament. Yeah. Should, we, should we let them know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I, I this is an exciting development as far yeah. as I'm concerned because one of the frustrations, if there were any, of watching the competition on Saturday and and any other is that. Uh, there's a lot of dead time. Uh, Jake made mention of it in his commentary quite regularly. Mm-hmm. He, I think, you know, he he was keen for everything to go to straps, yep. and um, um, just because it's not entertaining, it's not viewer friendly, um, and uh, and people want it, and, and you want a smoothly run competition that's fair, and so this tournament will be. Strap only. There you go. Every match starts in straps. We're not going to have outside of straps. Um, and the reason, as you just mentioned, is there is so much dead time and there's so it, going to be 90% so of matches end up in, in strap anyway. Mm. You get two top ballers, they instantly just slip. And yep. then you've you've spent all the time setting them up, getting in the right position, and you say go, and they just slip. And yep. it's like... <sighs> so, mm. And then you've got to spend the extra time putting the strap together. And, um, you know, you. so we're just going to eliminate that other side of it. Go straight strap. We're going straight strap. So, yeah. yeah. And as you made mention, uh, Garage Wars, I mean, Jake, who's commentating, was just like, just put him in the strap. Mm. Like, just put him in, just start him in the strap because you know they're going to slip. These guys know they're going to slip. Yeah. The referees know they're going to slip. What, what's the point? Do you have a preference for brand of strap? Um, is there, are you gravitating towards, <laughs> do you have a preference? Do you, uh, is there one that you feel... Works better than others, Matt. Yeah, I I haven't got a lot of familiarity with with many Browns. Um, luckily for us, uh, when Ryan Bowen came down a couple of years ago, mm. he brought a whole bunch of his pound for pound straps for the club and donated those, and we really appreciate that. And that's what we've been using. We so pound for pound straps, pound for pound armwrestling dot com. You can find all your arm wrestling goods on that site. Mm. And thank you for Ryan Bowen for providing that. So the majority of the ones that we use and the ones we will be using in the tournament will be pound for pound arm wrestling straps. Uh, some so of the if other people g- want to practice at home yeah. and, they, and they want to get, get get the feel for the straps, they mm. want to head over to uh, Ryan Bowen's website now and uh, get themselves just a, just just maybe one or two straps just to mm. just in case one breaks. Yeah, I mean they're, they're, they're feel you cheap. One. You want to you want to get the feel exactly. I, mean, mm. I don't know. I think it's ten bucks or something like that. Yeah, uh, it buy three. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, there are obviously other other brands of strap um, out there. Uh, 
I haven't had a lot of familiarity with the other ones. I've uh, uh, one of our cob members, uh, Lass, has bought a Mazarenko strap. Mm. Um, obviously, Igor Mazarenko is one of the big uh, guys in the European arm wrestling world, mm-hmm. and it's a, a slightly different style. But it seems to be shorter for some reason. Mm. Um, so every time that we have used it. It's like I'm putting t- and it's like oh this this, this much to tighten yeah, yeah you got no leverage on that yeah you right. know, yeah that's right Whereas I'm used to having like you know a meter to go yeah <laughs> and that's why we'll be using pound for pound you know with more right. bang for buck right got plenty of plenty of leverage there get 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 them nice and tight exactly no mucking around that's right yeah that's right I like it, it it is interesting to see when you watch matches from around the world and. People are using the pound for pound strap from mm. from Ryan, and or they're wearing his t shirts or yeah, stuff, and it's yeah. like, oh, it's so cool that yeah. you know somebody that has built uh, somebody that, that that loves arm wrestling has built their audience, and then people have supported that, and from all around the world. Like I'm watching uh, matches from India or from you know Uzbekistan or something, and there's always somebody with a pound for pound shirt on. Yeah, it's, it's like oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and then you know the strap it, it works, and if there is that familiarity around world with these straps and people have trusted that these work mm. uh you know that, that, that it's not like we're pulling out a something that somebody's never seen before in terms of, of a strap um they are a little bit thinner than the mazarenko ones mm. mazarenko ones are quite thick um but yeah again it, it, they seem to be shorter in length for some mm. reason which mm. threw me a few times where i was like why am i running out of room yeah. <laughs> have you pulled with that one uh, no yellow no one? no i refuse to exactly. just pound, pound for pound yeah. that's it for me just throw it across the room like, <laughs> yeah get out i don't entertain it right yeah spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so pound for pound uh straps straight to straps yep. um I think that'll be a, a crowd favourite, and uh, and and good for the athletes. They can prepare now if they're thinking about you know uh, being a part of this competition. Then uh, start practicing in straps in your clubs now, mm. um, and uh, get yourself ready. Yeah, um, it will be fifty four Hyde Street in Adelaide is the location. Mm. The Imagination Studios building or the Moonshots. You can come into our studio right here, and uh, and if, if you're if you're around, we'll, we'll actually keep this all going so that we can. Uh, uh, even sit down and have 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 a chat, uh, and and uh, you can enjoy the studios here. Uh, we'll we'll sign a we'll sign something for you. <laughs> One of our posters that uh, haven't been printed yet. <laughs> yeah, we're still finalising everything. So yeah, this is um, yeah we've got the date, we've got the venue, we've got the weight classes, we've got double illumination, we've got the straps that we're going to use. We are going to be doing strap matches. The other elements, obviously, naming the tournament. That Connolly Classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, just little simple things that, you know, we'll, we'll, what time we're starting and all the rest of it, weigh-ins and, and that. But those the, the information will be forthcoming once we've sort of ironed it out and made sure that this is going to work. So, mm. yeah, it won't be far off that announcement. No, no. So stay tuned. Uh, mm. Still more to come. Um, and uh, really looking really looking forward to that. I think it'll be an outstanding event and uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing so many of these familiar faces that... Uh, uh, of the arm wrestling world um, descending upon South Australia mm. to uh, to walk away with the prize, mm. the big prize, the big one, the to be announced prize, the, the huge big prize, the prize. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It'll be. It is a. It's a. It's, it's just going to be like a, a meat pack. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah like you might get it at a pub raffle, it's, something along those oh, lines. Or the one at Coles for twenty bucks. No, it's, it's mostly just made up of offal. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never eaten it and I've refused to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if it came with a Mazarin goose strap? Uh, uh, well, uh. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. But yes, we will be doing that October 9th. Look out. Um, we'll be making the announcements. Hollywood Matt Connolly Facebook page. Stay uh, tuned to YouTube that. YouTube channel and the SA Titans Facebook page as well. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's very, yes, very exciting news, uh, Matt Connolly. I, I really. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be an, an amazing event and uh, um, really looking forward to hosting some of um, Australia's finest arm wrestlers here mm. in our fair stage. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Are you competing? Are you going to have a Superman? No, I'll be suited and booted. Um, well, yeah. So you versus Jake, man. Yeah, both suited and booted. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. For left hand. Yeah. yeah I don't have a hundred grand. quite good on left hand. Yeah, he looks look, look strong. Um, but no, uh, you don't get that third place trophy by... No, I don't, I don't have the money. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 the great it's the greatest prize in arm wrestling. It's, it's yeah, the most it's the most up. exclusive, it's the most electrifying trophy in all of sports entertainment. Yeah, and it's a, it seems to be just strictly by invitation too. Like the, the, you only you, you, there's a there's a whole process involved. I've looked into it, and for, first and foremost, um, you 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 have to write a letter. Of oh. your, so you of intent. Yes, and then <laughs> and, and uh, he'll get somebody to get in contact with you or your representatives to uh, to. to to flesh out the, the finer details. Right. So it, it, in my case, it was just a letter saying no. <laughs> <laughs> it's two letters. It was clear. Yeah, um, great. I, I do my, one of my favourite things that he does on his live stream, whenever somebody brings up the trophy, he'll, he'll be like, uh, you go, oh, the trophy, yeah. Um, is it around somewhere? And he'd be like, <laughs> 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 he has it in his other hand. <laughs> it's so good. It's never far away. That's never right. far away from his side. It's his cash cow. That's his right. Ca- um, fantastic. I love, I love those little things that, you know, people will come up with the, the devil. This is the thing. And it's obviously started as a joke and now it's turned into this big it's a, thing. It's a me. It's, it's a, yeah. It's, um, Jake was was uh, on the uh, Garage Wars. Um, uh, one of the sponsors obviously carried the day, and uh, um, I, I don't know to the extent that the live stream. Uh, I don't know what the audio is going to be like for Jake's coverage, but because um, uh, he was on the microphone, mm-hmm. there was a bit of background music, and mm-hmm. um, though a fantastic atmosphere, and of course, you know, the, uh, there was Tim Graham there, so the, the, some, in some cases, might be hard to hear. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. you would. I have watched a, a large percentage of this live stream. Did it come through? Fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, you can hear him. Um, he's obviously not like you know directly talking into the microphone yeah. that's on the stream, but he comes across very clearly. Well, that's so good because it would have been such a shame uh, to have missed that uh, for for people. Uh, he he carried the day. Mm. He was a, a spectacular talent, and uh, there are a few people in the country that would be able to for three and a half hours um, carry that show. And uh, he was effectively the MC and the commentary team, and. Uh, he turned up in crutches as well yeah. and uh, stood uh, on those crutches with a microphone uh, in his hand um, and, uh, and and sat down rarely. And on a couple of occasions, um, I was encouraging him to sit down and uh, he was like, no, I just feel like it's unprofessional. Like these guys, you know, want me to be at my best and, you know, I want you know, anybody who might ever be watching, you know, to think, ah, Jake, he's, he's, you know, giving it his all. And it's like, yeah, but, you, you know... 
you're almost falling over. Mm. Like you're in, you're almost a cripple. You got your, your crutches there, and you know no one's going to begrudge you for sitting down, yeah. you know, and having a drink or anything like that. But he's mm. so so driven to perform at such a high level that mm. um, yeah, he's so concerned that if he if he wasn't standing, even though he's on crutches and obviously in in some high degree of pain, that uh, you know he was somehow letting people down, and you know it's a, such a Got such a big heart and such mm. a tremendous uh, work ethic, and just a, an amazing um, uh, contributor and, and, and uh, ambassador for the sport. Absolutely, just yeah. a, did an amazing job, and yeah. uh, it was good to be co-sponsor with such an admirable chap. Yeah, well, I mean, he his performance at the over the top tournament in the Gold Coast was just incredible, mm. and that went all day. Like that went like I don't know ten and a half hours. Yeah, and he was on fire the whole day. And mm. there was several moments throughout the tournament. I think there was a couple of technical issues and stuff like that where, uh, you know, they they had to reset tables or they had to change the stage. And he just kept it interesting, kept talking, explaining the matches coming up, and making silly jokes. And you yeah. know, he was funny and charismatic. To keep that up for that a period of time, that's that's a talent. Like yeah. that's a skill. Yeah, not many people could do that. You might be able yeah. to get on there for a couple of minutes, um, but to do that for ten and a half hours and be funny and be entertaining, be interesting, and keep the audience engaged, because yeah. uh, when they changed it to the final eight, they literally went from four tables to one. So they had to remove all the other tables and then screw the one table into the middle and that took you know 15 minutes or whatever um and every everyone is there to watch the finals and they had watched the top sort of 20 get whittled down to eight so mm. everyone's invested and then it was like okay we're going to take 15 minutes to reset up this thing mm. uh and he was able to keep everyone's interest no one was standing there going Ugh. it was yeah. like you know they're <laughs> listening to him he's being funny and he's you know messing around and yeah. uh yeah a, an excellent uh, performer and he he knocked it out of the park then and he also did a great job on the garage wars as well so and yeah. if people want to see more of jake you can check him out the aussie arm wrestler on youtube he does live streams several times a week yeah, uh, you're looking out for the trophy, the most electrifying trophy <laughs> in all of sports entertainment. It will make it. He will. Th- he will sell the dummy though. He will look around pretending it's, it's in his other hand. <laughs> I've learnt the trick, Jake. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. But yeah, uh, Garage Wars, uh, fantastic. We do have our event coming up October 9th and uh, yeah, we have lots of other things happening Ooh. on this space. So. Mm. Yes, exciting times. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Much more coming to you. Uh, tune into Matt Connolly's uh, page, Hollywood Matt Connolly. It's all about arm wrestling stuff. And uh, if you head over there, you'll certainly see news about these upcoming events uh, first. So, uh, well, Matt, it, it's been a, a joy as always to mm. accompany you here on the podcast. And uh, it's one of the great, uh, wonderful things of my life. I, I look forward to every Thursday. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much again. Uh, for for joining me and me joining you, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and I will look forward to this happening again next Thursday. And for everybody out there that's uh, tuning in, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We love that you take the time to tune in and listen to our ramblings and uh, about all things combat sport and others. Um, and uh, we look forward to bringing you more next time. Thank you. <laughs>